IPCC report on climate change came out recently and it was a real gloomy one. It looks like we are on the brink of climate disaster and honestly we have only ourselves to blame. And this was only one of the many disasters happening around us all the time. Honestly, doesn't it seem like every time you tune into the news there's something happening in the world that you really don't like? Something that really goes to the heart of your values or what you stand for. And all you can do is just fret about it. Climate change, animal cruelty or overfishing, racism, guns, religion, drugs and opioids. Regardless of what gets you all fired up, it seems hard or inconvenient or pretty much impossible to make change happen with our limited influence over the world, doesn't it? After all, what can the average person on the street do about all of these things? Well, it turns out if you have a bit of free cash, you can actually do a lot. Hi there. My name is Amit and I've spent the past 20 years saving and investing my way to financial independence. In this show, I share everything I've learned on my financial journey so like me, you too can build wealth, stop chasing a paycheck and start chasing your dreams instead. Regular listeners would know that most episodes of Money Talk come with a free tool or template that you can use to accelerate your own financial journey. And over the past what 15 odd episodes, we've actually built quite a big repository of these tools. So feel free to click through the link in the episode description and check them out for yourself. Okay, so before we talk about your money, let's start by talking about food because why not? So like most people, I have my favorite foods, the kinds I would be perfectly happy to eat day in and day out. But I'm also quite willing to experiment with new cuisines and new kinds of dishes. But I avoid a few dishes like the plague, examples being shark fin or foie gras and lately yellowfin tuna. Why? Because I'm put off by the cruelty or just overall scuffiness that goes into bringing these foods to the table. Now, you you might not agree with my choices and I'm not asking you to of course. But I'm sure you have similar considerations about some aspects of life and you're willing to put your money where your mouth is, like I am with food. So, most of us try to live by our values in our daily lives. We buy things from people and companies we like and trust and we avoid those that we don't. We like and upvote things on social media, we run for charity, we support causes through our donations. But when it comes to our savings, we stop. Why is that? Well, maybe most likely because we don't think about it at all. Because we don't equate money with good. Makes sense because we are conditioned after all to believe that rich people are usually out to help themselves while screwing over everyone else. Or perhaps we don't realize the potential harm that our investments are doing or we don't believe we have the same degree of control over them. as we have over our spending but that's not true by aligning our investments with our world view and our beliefs we can not only create wealth for ourselves we can also do good for the world okay and uh, before we get into that just note that if you stick around till the end we'll also discuss one way in which value aligned investing strategies might not only help you create wealth it might actually be the one thing that saves your portfolio from all out disaster 
so do stick around okay so how do we invest for good so just like with your purchases there are two basic ways in which you can exercise your choice either by including things or by excluding things and you can apply these two options to any number of investing strategies that align with your personal combination of values for example if you're a climate change warrior you could include investments like clean energy companies and exclude uh, investments in polluting industries like oil uh, oil <laughs> like oil or coal and if you're also anti addiction you could block tobacco and vaping firms by loading up your investing accounts with things like maybe hospitals and healthcare oh and by the way while the discussion today is going to be about the stock market there is no reason to stop with stocks a climate concerned individual could also take their value based investing philosophy to crypto markets and maybe you you would avoid proof of work based coins which are massive users of electricity which often comes from dirty sources or maybe if you do any angel investing you could preferentially invest in social enterprises and clean tech rather than perhaps marketplaces or saas or fintech so this is a brunch broader conversation but of course for today we'll talk about stocks and in some cases these choices will be easy for example maybe you think tobacco is an absolute bad for the world and you'll stay away from it for all time or perhaps you believe plant based protein is an absolute good for the world and you'll buy the stock and hold it through thick and thin but you know the world of business is complicated and often choices don't fall neatly into black and white and even what seems black or white at first might not turn out that way for example what if your favorite making the world better tech stock actually runs massive data centers powered by coal fired plants or what if that tobacco company you hate is actually working with farmers in developing regions to reduce exploitation through sustainable farming and fair trade pricing or maybe the conglomerate running that healthcare network that you favor so much also manages prisons well that's where you either have to do your own research or you could trust the experts the downside of doing your own research is that you have to pick the right stocks for your value oriented portfolio but this is a lot of effort not just because of the gray areas that we talked about above but also because there usually aren't any clear standards that can help you say with absolute certainty whether one stock is higher performing on a parameter than another one which is why the easier approach is to invest in a fund that adopts a theme that is aligned with your values or your investing strategy so for a start you could pick one in that invests in sectors you would like to back for example solar power or more broadly clean energy uh if you are uh, you know interested in climate change but it's unlikely you'll find everything you need by picking funds in that manner for example you might not want to restrict your green investing only to clean energy companies maybe you'd like to go for a broader set of firms that have a strong track record on environmental sustainability or perhaps you want to invest in companies that are performing well on employee diversity let's say these are the kinds of situations which you simply will not be able to research by yourself and that's why specialized ESG funds have been set up for these purposes these funds offer more nuanced investing alternatives 
and hence allow you to better align your values with your investment approach. And there are literally hundreds of such funds now, with many more on the way as more and more people like us seek to vote for a better future with our investments, not just our purchases. So let's look at what kind of returns we get with ESG funds. And over there, I would say uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. So let's start with the bad news first. Now, there are thousands and thousands of funds out there and hundreds of thousands of companies in the global stock markets. If you're just looking for returns, you'll easily find hundreds of opportunities to do better monetarily than through ESG investing of any kind. Why? Two words, negative externalities. The typical company of today faces no financial penalty for adopting business practices that are bad for the world or for the, for the community. They don't pay for their pollution or their poor working conditions or for stuffing landfills with disposable items or for the literally dozens of ways they might be screwing things up for others. These kinds of problems that are caused by one entity but paid for by the public at large are called negative externalities. And companies so far rarely have had to consider it, let alone pay for it. And that means their businesses are quite profitable. Whereas ESG type companies have to take extra effort and cost to protect against these kinds of issues, which reduces the returns you'd get for them versus from the others. And on top of that, ESG funds charge additional costs to compensate for their you know, very painstaking research uh, efforts and you might well find yourself earning overall several percent points less every year through ESG investing than if you just went for plain return maximization. So does that mean our portfolio has to take a bullet for the privilege of doing some good for the world? Clearly yes, if you are in it for the short term. But what kind of values are short term ones anyway? If you're truly concerned about something, you're likely to want to be in it for the long haul. And if that's the case, my friend, ESG investing might well be the smartest investment you'll make. Because at the rate we are going today, the world is rapidly descending into all kinds of hell. And you might be the only one recognizing it now, but soon everyone else will also. For example, climate change went from a fringe topic to a mainstream one and now it's rapidly becoming a full-blown crisis. So mass market investors will eventually read the writing on the wall and start moving their money away from polluters and into those companies that form part of the solution, sending their stock price to a whole new level on a permanent basis. So you, as an early investor in the cause, would benefit handsomely over the medium to long term. The same might happen in any number of other good-for-the-world sectors as more and more people start to penalize the harm ordinary companies are doing and reward those that are trying to make positive change. So ESG investing might be a slow starter, but if much of the world starts to come round to your values, it might well be the best investment you ever made. So the next time someone doubts your beliefs, resist the urge to try and persuade them. Just buy another unit of your chosen ESG fund and wait. In a few years or maybe decades, when you've made your millions, you'll get your chance. And it will be the biggest, baddest, I told you so, moment of your entire life. So, in summary, money making and values are not incompatible. 
In fact, you can make money trading on your beliefs. But don't expect quick returns. If you have patience, you could and probably will profit handsomely apart from ability to actually say I told you so to all your critics. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Before we close, a quick reminder that our website crazytalk.online, which is also linked in the episode description, already has a ton of free resources that you can use to save hours of work on your investing journey. And we keep adding more every month. So feel free to register and explore them all and use them for your purposes. Thanks a lot for tuning in. See you next time. And for my friends in Singapore and Taiwan, Zaijian. This was Amit with Money Talk. See you next time. Thank you.